Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who has never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, legend of the Zero Seas. I'm Connor, and uh, recently was commissioned to do an art piece I haven't started. Congratulations. Oh, nice. I'm Shauna, and all my problems are on ground level. And I'm Tepper. No! What? <laughs> Do the thing. What? <laughs> Why are you so against your one-liners? Because <laughs> I don't like having to think of them. Like, I don't know. I'm on so many episodes, I get tired of, of them. Yeah, it must be tough. It is tough. This week we'll be watching Kick-Ass, directed by Matthew Vaughn, released in 2010. After being rejected by every studio they approached, Matthew Vaughn raised the budget at a dinner party and made the movie independently. Vaughn ultimately sold the movie to Universal for more than he originally asked for. Connor and I brought this movie to us this week. Why? Because it's fucking cage time. It sure is cage time. <laughs> We're still in cage time, peak cage time. Cage time never dies, except when we run out of movies. New year, same cage. I mean, it's impossible to run out of movies. He releases like 100 a year. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, I uh, saw this in theaters. Was the right age for it. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember having a good time with it, but I haven't watched it probably since my undergrad, so. Hmm. I the last time I watched it fully was probably the day before seeing Kick-Ass 2. So whenever that released. But yeah, I've seen this two to four times probably. I think I've seen nice. it twice. Does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? I watched the second half of this movie with my older brother a couple of years uh when did, when did this movie come out again? 2010. Yeah, probably like a year or so after this movie came out. I watched the, like... My brother was watching it in his room. And uh, I came down. We were, like, hanging out together. So I only caught, really, like, the second half. Uh, it, was, it was a fun movie, you know? Nicolas Cage is great in it and everything. Mm -hmm. I saw this on TV. Um... I was pretty lukewarm about it. But I'm on the episode, so we'll see how I feel about it upon rewatch. Yeah, I wonder how I'm going to feel about this, because, like, I feel like I saw some of the best bits that the movie has to offer, so I wonder if having those parts in context will make them better or, like, make them worse. Be curious. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they made them worse, but we'll, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Alright. We're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what you think and know the movie to be about. Because I've seen, like, the second half, like, I'm not going to go through an extended description yeah. of the plot or whatever, because that's just pointless, but... Um... Oh, this poster's pretty cool. I don't think yeah, I've seen this one before. Striking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um... Uh yeah, this okay, yeah, this poster pretty pretty neat. Uh starting with like background like it's like an all black background with the words like kick ass in yellow uh capital letters. 
And then more in the foreground, there's uh, the main characters and one of the main villains of the movie uh, in different parts and different poses. But the interesting thing is they're like liquefying. Um, and it's like splattering all over the the poster. It's pretty cool. I can't wait to see a Heather artist rendition of what that description meant. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, like, how do you like, like, they're like, yeah, like they're turning into, you know, like, you know, his weapon or whatever is like turning into liquid and no, that was spraying incredibly all accurate. Over the place. Yeah, yeah, it's they're, just yeah, like, like, yeah, they're like turning into paint. They're yeah. all slime girls and slime boys. We're equal opportunity slime here. <laughs> Uh, and so just to go like through like Nicolas Cage is kind of like a Batman lookalike in the top left. Um, don't know who the villain's name is again, but he looks like a bit like a like a Robin, and he's in the top right. There's the main character, Kickass, uh, in the foreground, and then uh, oh god, I can't remember her name, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, Nicholas Cage's like daughter character is in the bottom left, holding a knife. It's true. And there's a tagline. Oh yeah, shut up. Period. Kick ass. Period. Uh yeah, this movie like uh, from what I remember of it, kid wants to be a vigilante, goes out and does vigilante stuff. Uh, um. Gets his ass kicked a whole bunch. Also does some a uh, ass kicking. Um, Nicholas Cage is really cool. Uh, the girl's pretty cool. Uh, the villain I remember mostly being a bitch, but like, it leads into a pretty cool fight uh, between him and uh, Kick Ass. Yeah, it's interesting because if you only saw the second half, it means you'll have missed the origin stories for the most part, which is you know a very key part to yeah the superhero uh trope yeah 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 i think the only thing i know about from the opening because i think i saw it in like a meme or something is like the guy who tries to fly off a building and instead like falls into his death um but i might oh, yeah that might be yeah uh and that's yeah like um yeah i missed like the origin stuff like I said, I only really saw the second half. Uh, I wonder if it will be my style of humor. Like everybody knows, I'm not a big fan of, of cringy stuff. So I wonder if the first half will be bad for that. But at least we got some good action scenes to look forward to in the second half. All right. We'll see you after the film. I didn't say he looked like Batman. You did, Trey. You said the guy looked like Batman. I said like a mask and stuff. And a cape? Yeah, like Batman. I didn't say like Batman. I never said Batman. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? I had a good fun time still. I don't care. I know yeah. it's not a great movie, but it's a pretty fun movie. Mm -hmm. It's it's fine. There were parts I liked. There were parts I didn't like. The parts I didn't like were the exact parts I expected to not like. So I, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty neutral in this movie. I th I think like I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, there's a lot of good in this movie. 
Um, it's just that there's like parts of it that I personally didn't really like that much. There's humor that uh, if you showed it to a, like a kid of today, they'd go like, what are they? What's so funny about that? Um, that lost joke, especially. Oof, I don't think that's it. I mean, well. the movie is incredibly dated. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I only have 36 MySpace friends. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, MySpace. Uh, there's a lot of things I really like about this movie artistically. Like, I like a lot of the color choices and stuff like that, where a lot of the scenes and are shot really nicely, and a lot of the music is really fun. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that makes it a good movie. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, in a sense, it is a good, you know, you, you, you can always, like, break it down into, in the sense of, like, art, uh, the art of film, it is a good movie. Uh, um, and, and, and like, you, know, you beat me to it, but, like, what I was going to jump into is saying some of the best parts of this movie is the artistic direction. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack for this movie is... It, it a, fucks. It's a plus uh, uh, yeah. in the house in the heartbeat remix that they use for this movie. Really good. Uh, that was the uh, Big Daddy uh, warehouse fight. Uh, even the way they like shot the fight scenes, like it was just like really, uh, uh, yeah, like like the artistic choices with like colors and costumes, like all that stuff was really really good. Um, like I, I don't the act like I mean like you guys know my opinions on Sorcerer's Apprentice, and uh, you can imagine the parts of this movie that I didn't like, which is most of the first half. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably you probably watched this correctly when you watched it last time, which yep. is skip the entire first half of the movie. Yep. Yep, and, and and I mean like that's how I thought it would go too. I mean like I talked about it in the opening where I was like, uh. Uh, it didn't make the second half any worse, knowing it. Like it was, it didn't make the second half that much better. Um, I mean, you you get you at least get um, the intro scene for Big Daddy and Hit Girl. Yes, that's true. So good. That's it's true. Such a good setup of their dynamic. Uh, which I I think this is a good chance to jump into. Uh, they were the best two characters in this movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. easily. Like, I, I mean, I'm obviously speaking obvious truth here, but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I, I didn't expect anybody to go like, no, you're wrong. Uh, yeah, they're just excellent. The dynamic uh, cage is weird, but weird in a way where it's like, well, yeah, he's a vigilante. He was in prison for a long yeah. time and his wife died and he only has his like his mannerisms and way of speaking. Yeah, he's very much he he is channeling uh, Adam West's Batman for this role. Yeah, and it shows yeah. well. His yeah, his his cadence and like his fucking yeah. Like, it's like Hicker, let's go, and runs out the window. It's <laughs> like a very campy run. And his weird laugh where he. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's One of it's my favorite little bits. like their interaction, like just like the sweetums, like like the stuff he calls his daughter. And it's just like when they're talking about buying the jetpack with the Gatling gun. It's like it's three hundred thousand dollars. I'm surprised that is only three hundred thousand dollars. I'm surprised the website <laughs> you're buying it from has a cart to put it in. <laughs> it's a, it's America. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean, 
uh, uh, fully automatic weapons have been outlawed in America since like the 30s or something like that. That's why you get bazookas. They're not fully automatic. <laughs> Both of their safe houses had bazookas. Yeah. Um, bazookas instead fall under destructive devices. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that that's how they're. Um, like cannons and and shit like that that all falls under destructive devices and has its own set of regulations um if you owned a cannon before a certain point you got grandfathered in and you have to you know keep your cannon uh, uh but but that that aside it was like yeah like it's just like three hundred thousand dollars for a jetpack plus uh, uh two miniguns like well that seems that seems like a bargain. that's a deal that's a fucking steal i would get that any day i'm saving for that now <laughs> the the miniguns were separate because he attached them himself so they would have not been part of the oh i see okay yes that's okay, true that's more reasonable still saving yes yeah. <laughs> uh fuck buying a house i'm buying a jetpack also, like it's three hundred thousand US in twenty ten. It would be a bit of a bit, a bit of an extra. Just like want to want to. No, the US economy is crashing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you save up, it'll be it'll be cheap. Three three D print the miniguns. Hell yeah. The... <laughs> um, the the henchmen also they're very good. They've got yes. some good personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fat guy especially. It's just like it's just like I look like a putz. It's like no, look at all those buttons you fancy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the microwave. Like, yes. How, how long do I put them in for? But what the fuck do I know? Is it a ready-made meal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like we don't have a vice anymore, but we we do have one of those industrial microwaves. It's like why the fuck do I care about the lumber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> like Batman. No, I never said Batman. <laughs> so yes, like Batman. <laughs> yeah, no, I never said like Batman. I said he had a mask and a cape. <laughs> like Batman. Like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like a lot of anything, any dialogue that didn't really involve the main character, I thought was like pretty good. Almost, almost across the board. Yeah, Smash cut this without any of the like main character. Uh, other than action scenes yeah yeah have him just like show yeah. up and do some action stuff like yeah so he's uh he's he's not there as often as dave and his scenes are pretty short yeah and also i find them like they're less painful than like sorcerer's apprentice so like i yes. don't really have any issues with this movie i'm like other than like it's just like oh these are like it's like this these like gay jokes and stuff have, are aged very poorly but otherwise it's like whatever his his scenes are very negligible yeah he, um he is absolutely a, a thousand times better than sorcerer's apprentice main character uh because like in, in this one who was that again <laughs> justin no it wasn't it's uh jay long <laughs> jay jay baronshell I, I wanted to go with the initial <laughs> our running joke that we don't know we always mix those two up <laughs> i don't think have we even watched a movie with justin long in it on this podcast uh i don't know i'm gonna probably say no uh we will be okay uh next next christmas we will yes be. we will be next christmas oh oh yeah <laughs> yo yo i'm actually 
I'm excited. I'm excited for that. <laughs> I don't think we watched. No, I'm pretty sure we haven't watched any movies with Justin Long in them. I mean, if we did, we probably thought it was Jay. I need to bring attention to that. Apparently, there are three. There are at least three goons in this movie who are credited as as sporty goon, scary goon, and baby goon. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> baby goon. I don't know if we have the rest of the spice goons, but. <laughs> It's no, they're literally named after the Spice Girls. Really? Well, yes. Yeah. They they can't not be when you have sporty, scary, and baby. <laughs> I'll uh, be honest, I don't know what the Spice Girls are named, so uh. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't remember the other names. <laughs> oh, there's Ginger Goon and Posh Goon. Yep, they're they're all, they're all there. Ah, okay. Uh, That's well, beautiful. Well, and like uh, the thing I enjoyed in this movie too is like so so like this movie great mix of like ultra violence and kind of this like lack of care about life uh, there's definitely a better way of putting it but like they just go like yeah people die yeah we put a guy in a fucking uh uh, uh microwave and uh, uh turned him into a uh, red soup or like the car crushing scene like like there's no sanctity for life in this movie Whatsoever. Yeah, they're very flippant about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the word I was thinking of, uh, but uh, couldn't find. Um, yeah, it's just like people die, like like that, like the gang fight scene where Kickass like initially becomes big, where he's just like at points is just getting the shit beaten out of him. <laughs> Actually, for most of it, he's getting the shit beaten out of him, and it's like yeah, that's how group fights go generally, yeah. like. Like unless he you're very call himself good. ass kicked. <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like the um, yeah, like he's just like some you know random high school kid who decided to put on a suit and go try to fight crime. It's like what's gonna happen? Well, he lost his ability to feel some pain, which was probably the best thing that could have happened to him for that career path. Yes. Yes. Uh, like when it's just <laughs> when he's getting uh, uh, tortured off for the live stream, he's just like, that was still the most painful thing that has ever happened to me or something like that. It's like, yeah, man, that's got to really fucking hurt. At least he wasn't lit on fire. Yep. We got back to back cage movies with immolation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, being lit on fire, one of the worst ways to die. So uh, I hear. Yeah haven't had personal experience with it so oh let's let's rate the deaths in this movie and be here for another hour oh god uh <laughs> ooh. i mean you can grow grow group most of the gun deaths oh okay here's what i say what is everybody's favorite death in this movie it was probably the microwave because that when i saw that the first time really it's like oh i think i know what this movie is now <laughs> yeah it's a very notable death they fucking microwave a whole man. And the man like couldn't hear them either. Like yeah. it was there was poorly executed torture. <laughs> yes. Also the 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 opening death's very good cuz it's off screen when he's trying to uh talk to his son about the movies. Yeah. Uh uh okay yeah yeah a favorite death no repeats. <laughs> cuz otherwise everybody sounds like everyone's going to go with the microwave. And that's that's lame. We need some diversity in here. 
Uh, I like the the goons. So final showdown, hit girls out of ammo hiding oh. behind the <laughs> island, and the goons like, "You go get it. No, you. I don't have a gun. You go get it." No, you have a gun. gun. <laughs> like fuck. So he said he shoots it up like. Did I get her? And then three knives into his chest immediately falls over. You, you actually, that was that was the one I was thinking about going with. So without that <laughs> one, uh, I think one of the ones I liked was in the uh, the drug dealer thing when she cuts the dude's leg like clean off. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was like, I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> uh, hey, girl's the best character, hands down. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good. Cage's best supporting character. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the where the warehouse fight scene is great. Uh, uh, speaking of like the filmmaking and stuff, one of the things I enjoyed about the warehouse fight scene were like these kind of like micro cuts that they would do, yeah. where he would like they they wouldn't do like a full time skip, but like basically like micro time skips where it's like when he's going up the stairs is it was very noticeable, where it will like kind of skip him forward a couple seconds. It's really good. Like it, it, it drive like to me. It drives home the fact that like this is a guy in body armor, and like he's not jumping and flipping around, and uh, uh, uh two. Um, yeah, he's uh he's killing people. <laughs> yeah, kind of a mixed like single cut scene. Yeah, but but also. Uh, speeding it up to keep the the, the yeah the, the the pacing that was that was again the word I was thinking of was like it keeps yeah. the pacing of the scene good while at the same time driving home like kind of how the world is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, at the beginning the, he talks about how why doesn't anyone be a superhero like why doesn't anyone try it yeah no one tries it but like there are people I don't know if this. They, they existed when this movie came out, but there are people out there who do dress in hero costumes and they go out and they don't actually do vigilante justice, but they like give water to homeless people and food mm. and just like they walk around the neighborhood. They're just like good Samaritans that are just like helping the community. Yeah. Um, so there is kind of superheroes out there that in that people are dressing up and going out at night and just they don't go to extremes of actual vigilante justice, yeah. but they're. Yeah. Like trying to get into the, this community in an interesting way. So I'm wondering, like, if if uh, if anyone was aware of that making this movie or not. But also, it was very fun watching them be heroes. But then also little moments that show, like, no, this isn't. They're not super. Like the the kid jumps down off a dumpster. Like, ow, ow. Yeah. Oh, that one hurt. <laughs> just showing yeah. that no, these are people. These are just people. Like though that that scene's very good when yeah, Red Mist and Kick Ass Meat because it's both it's just like, no, these are these are two uh these are two dumb kids playing at being heroes. Yeah. Because <laughs> they both try to look cool. Well well yeah, and like I love like uh when he when Red Mist talked with his dad where it's like, no, it's not kick ass, he's just a nerd. <laughs> like he's not the problem. <laughs> like when he's like rocking out to uh crazy in the car it's just like well also like he was with kick-ass at the time yeah so he knows kick-ass didn't do it also that (laughs) yes and he presumably had watched the nanny cam already yes uh also they should have gone to the hospital after that yes uh smoke a uh, lot of people should have gone to the hospital after a lot of stuff happened. i I mean honestly (laughs) neither of them would have made it out of that warehouse in reality i would think i think like the smoke levels would just be too much and they would run out of run out of oxygen and passed out and died 
Yeah, pro tip listeners, don't ever run into a building that's on fire ever. And if you are, go to the hospital afterwards because you can die from smoke inhalation yep. hours later. Mm-hmm. Turns out one of the reasons why firefighters are paid to do what they do is because uh, they also have special equipment and are trained. Yeah. And my parents are both firefighters, so I give you that tip with that background of knowledge. G.I. <laughs> Joe PSA music starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well, and like when Kick-Ass finally has like a girlfriend and he basically goes like, oh, yeah, I, I, I see why people are not superheroes. Turns out you have to have a lack of regard for your own life to do some of that shit. Which is like, and then yeah, you go look at like Big Daddy and and Hit Girl, and it's like their whole mission is to to kill the mob boss. And beyond that, there's not really much that they do. They go bowling. True. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> As a treat. Yeah. After shooting your daughter with low velocity rounds. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty solid movie. Like I, I. Uh, I don't have. Would I watch it again? I I don't think I would, or at least I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. But um, I don't I don't regret watching it. Uh, it was fun. The action scenes, especially, were were really good. Um, it was like an interesting, interesting take on superheroes, and like the filmmaking part of it was was excellent the guy jumping off the building like the opening scene was just like the whole jumping off and everything like just what a perfect way to start that movie yeah just like here's cool hero and this is reality and he dies because he jumped off a building yeah also he's a dude who had mental illness yes like so yeah they really slam home like no this is reality yes (laughs) you're you're not gonna get super cool stuff although you will get super cool stuff later well but. yeah well well and also like what happens when you like pump society like this society full of images of superheroes and everything and somebody just finally decides to actually do it well th- this is what happens like like the like uh kick face when like hit girl is killing all the, like the the drug guys where he's like legitimately like what the fuck like oh my god because like he never you know he never thought about it superheroes in that way like or like like not what the reality would be and it's like yeah no it's it's brutal like people die yeah one of the most brutal deaths in that scene was when uh the woman like breaks the wine bottle and like tries to leave and it's like oh girl you're you're done it's over for you and she just kills her. So short, but like, <laughs> there's only so much to be said. Yeah, like, cause like, there's not. It was a fun art piece. Yeah. Let's just talk about Cage for thirty minutes. <laughs> he wears a fake beard as part of his secret identity. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I get okay, okay. Yeah, here's the topic conversation since. Really, uh, uh, the uh, police officer there was probably one of the most level-headed and smartest people in the entire movie. Yes, he was just a real person and a nice person, like, a good person. Like, hey man, maybe indoctrinating your daughter into crime fighting and killing people is bad. Yep. Because uh, before he showed up, I was like, 
is nobody going to comment on how fucked up this family situation is? And then he shows in and comments on it. I'm like, perfect. I'm glad the movie has enough awareness to say like, yeah, no, this is not okay. But yeah, he, he, he was a good dude. Good dude. I, I'm, and I'm glad they didn't kill him. Like I, like I was really worried that they were going to like for shock value, have him get caught and killed at some point, but they didn't, which was nice. Yeah, he was just a nice safety net. Yeah. And he definitely is in the second one. I remember that much. I don't remember a lot about the second one. God, the villains in this movie were just so fun. Yeah. Like, there, there were the goons, but also those the the dirty cop. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, uh, please pay me to put bad guys away. You pay me to put, not put bad guys away. Uh, vigilante justice outside my jurisdiction. Yeah. What kind of stupid kid has a kick-ass birthday party? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he just kills the two guys, and then afterwards it's like kick-ass look-alike killed. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like when they're just driving and kick-ass walks right in front of them. He's like, what? But oh, he's going into an alley. Like, just following him. He's getting so excited. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Always wanted one of these. <laughs> yeah, grabs the bazooka. You gonna fire this guy? <laughs> it's like, hey, I thought we made a deal. I thought you said you would let kick ass go. It's like, listen, people know who kick ass is. People don't know who that guy is. I need him to send a message. That was Stu Large Riley as Huge Goon. Oh, oh my god, Accurate. and. We just got to screw over someone like Louie. Hey, hey, what about Tony? Yeah, fuck yeah, Tony. Yeah, screw yeah. over Tony. Nobody likes Tony. That was so Whoa, good. Louie? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the villains, the villains were an absolute treat. Um, yeah. Cage and Hit Girl, delightful. Uh, Kick-Ass was fine when he was in costume. All the parts where he was in his civilian life as a teenager... Blah. It kind of made the movie meh for me. Uh, but if you took those parts out, this is pretty fun. Yeah. 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 And, like, personally, like, his his, scene, his scenes as not kick-ass are, like, few enough and far between that it's just, they don't really detract from me. I was just like, oh, yeah, all these scenes are st still happen. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, like, they're not, they're not the worst. It's just like, damn, this movie could have been so much better if there's even less of them. Um, what if we had the Sorcerer's Apprentice instead in this movie? <laughs> Think how much it could have dragged the movie. Him out. and his girlfriend sit down to watch a movie. Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> Sorcerer's Apprentice <laughs> plays. Watch all the Sorcerer's Apprentice, then the rest of this movie. <laughs> then you appreciate how not as bad these scenes are. Yeah, he looks at the camera and just goes like, I bet you appreciate me a lot more now, don't you? <laughs> Continues with movie. I don't know. I really hated that scene with the trope where uh this girl thinks i'm a gay man so i get to see her topless yes yeah it's, it's, it's very dumb yeah well it, and it, like and it just i don't know it, it doesn't add a whole lot to the movie does not and like she gets over it so fucking fast and just like oh i want to fuck you now like ah it, like like for me it was just like uh the purpose of this movie is for like fun ultra violence with a hero who's like way over his head 
uh, anything that doesn't contribute to that lame, keep it away from me. And, and some of the, especially the early stuff with that girl, like the later stuff was fine, but the, the early stuff for me was like, uh, like, come on, this is so tiring, man. How many movies do I have to watch where there's some down and out nerd who's pining for some woman in high school? Like I'm, I'm kind of bored of, of down and out nerds. Everyone has to see how handsome Aaron Taylor Johnson has become. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that is an adult man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, God. What He's a hot. <laughs> <laughs> he played the main character in the 2014 Godzilla. <laughs> As well as there was another one that I mentioned. Oh right, he's also he's also Quicksilver for brief moments in Avengers. Before oh. they, before the Sony the, before the Sony uh, agreement happens, yeah, huh, yeah, and he's going to be in the next Kingsman, which makes sense. Same yeah. director. Yeah. Oh right, did Kingsman did did this guy direct Kingsman as well? Like the original so one. So this is this is the actor who played Kickass. Oh, uh, oh, oh! I thought you were talking like oh, same. Matthew Matthew Vaughn directs directed both Kickass movies and all the Kingsman movies. Okay, yeah, I, I was I was curious about the director. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. K- Kingsman is really his style. I uh, I didn't put two and two together there. Like that kind of very flippant attitude toward death. Yeah. Yeah, and like ultra ultra viol- ultra violent look at uh, like uh, movie tropes. Yeah, although like Kingsman is a little less like yeah, it's it's very good. Less so. Yeah, there isn't an eleven year old uh, cutting people's legs off, but there is a villain who has knives for legs, and also the like head blows. And man, God, oh, man, Kingsman is such a good movie. Yes. I think I saw that on whim with uh, a housemate of mine once. Uh, he was just like, hey, you want to go to the theater to see Kingsman? And I was like, sure, why not? Good decision. I saw a couple of movies like that with him. I saw Mad Max Fury Road. That was just like a whim. Let's go to the theater. We'll watch it. Um, Avengers 2. That was also pretty good. Yeah, I had, had some very good luck with movies. So I, I don't tend to go out to the movie theaters very, very often. And now I never go. <laughs> and neither does anyone makes, else. It just makes things easier. <laughs> uh, last movie I saw in theaters, Sonic. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. But, but theaters are also dead, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that like it's like a special thing or whatever. It's just like, yeah, like last movie before... Um, the big sicky hit was, uh, was Sonic. Uh, cause yeah, I saw that for Valentine's day yeah, last that, year. Yeah. That was really fun. That was a great fucking time. The last great time anyone was allowed to have. There's been no great time since. Um, yeah. Cause it was a, a film friend of mine on, on, on Facebook. He was, he was talking about that where he goes like, this was the last film I saw in theaters. And he's just like asking everybody basically what was the what was the last movie everybody saw in theaters before uh, 
uh, the big sickie. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, last one I saw was Sonic and all the sad reacts that I got on that post of just people like, <laughs> like my condolences. That was a good movie. They can fuck yeah, off. Yeah, a, that's what I was thinking. Movie. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, like it was, it was pretty fun. Yeah. I think the last movie I saw was Avengers Civil War with with uh, a bunch of friends which was where i realized oh i don't actually like going to physical movie theaters so i stopped valid yeah valid yeah i saw a lot in high school because there was nothing else to do in in fergus so we would go to guelph and watch movies but saw less after getting to university uh yeah i just was like like i was never a huge movie goer I don't know, it's a whole lot of effort to, like, get in the car, go there, and then you're spending 10 bucks or whatever on a ticket, and then if you want food, you're going to pay a, uh, you pay a lot of money. And then, like, you can also get cursed with extremely bad theaters where people don't shut the fuck up. Um, Simply be the person who never shuts up, and then you'll never be cursed that way. Yeah. Yeah, you usually, usually movie theaters are things where it's, like, other people ask me to ask me to go or or there's uh the other thing that gets me out to a movie theater is um re-screenings of uh movies i really love um like being able to see a movie uh like an older movie that i really enjoy on the big screen again is always uh something i love doing because 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 like legitimately like the theater experience is awesome like when you get that just huge picture quality and the sound and everything like it's just incredible like it's hard for a home theater to compete with that uh it's just like with newer movies there's always this like oh is it gonna actually be good like am i wasting my time yeah it's i think i got really spoiled because i used to go to movies all the time as a kid but i was it was a very specific situation where we used to live in an apartment across the street from this tiny mall. And for some reason, the, the movie theater there had kid show movies at like midnight. So nobody went, but my oh. dad would let me go and he'd take me. So it was just us in a giant movie theater with oh, maybe five wow. other people. And it was just like the fucking best. And then, yeah, that's kind of why I realized as I got older, like, no, when there's people in the theater with you, it's not fun. It's no, it's bullshit. I I can't say anything out loud because that would ruin it for other people. Yeah. But then other people do that anyway, then it ruins it for me, and I hate yeah. It. I feel like you would enjoy because uh, I hear like Rocky Horror Picture Show has like a like there's like a fan culture of. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, I remember reading an article about that a couple of years ago. So like something you like pro- you bring props. Yeah, you bring like props and dress up in costumes and stuff and. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that feels uh, more your speed. Yeah, I've not personally done it, but my dad has told me about it many times. He's he's been to a few. At least when he was younger, he had been. Since we're killing time, what's everybody's favorite movie that they got to see in theaters? The Last Unicorn. <sighs> That'd be so good Ooh, to see in theaters. They did a rescreening of it a few years back. It was so hype. <sighs> Damn. Hmm. Oh, that's tough. I have to. Sorry, this is in my deep childhood, and I have to think about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just had that on like, like I knew already what my movie was. Like, I can't fully remember. Like, did I watch this in a theater or on DVD? I can't 
I can't or on on VHS. I can't fucking they they all intermingle yeah. in my mind. Obviously, the core. That or the red green movie. Hmm. Um, might be Fury Road. That's a really good choice. Fury Road was one I was really happy I got to see in theaters. Yeah. Although I had a I had a very good time. Um, I watched the I watched Dragon Ball Super Resurrection F in theaters, and that was a pretty interesting experience. Like I didn't ha- I had a pretty bad seat, and I didn't <laughs> go with anybody. But it was just a fucking theater full of Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it kind of reminds me of like when we went to go see Sonic and like it part of the fun of it was listening to the kids get really excited about things that were happening in the Sonic movie. Yeah, yeah. well, it's like 30 year olds who like love Sonic and then other like 30 plus year olds who have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, just kids. Yeah, that was a very that was a fun experience, too. Yeah, for me, I think the best movie I've seen theater was um, I saw Spirited Away on a... Uh, it was getting rescreened by uh, Cineplex. And uh, that was just... Uh, I, was, I was nearly in tears in the theater. It was just so, so, so good. Um, I actually cried during The Wind Rises in theaters. I still need to watch that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait, of course, it's Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So Spirit Away was just like an absolutely, uh, absolutely incredible experience. I don't think this is my real answer, but I can't delve into my <laughs> mind palace to find the correct one. But I did watch the second live-action Scooby-Doo movie in theaters, oh, and yeah. I—that oh. was the shit for me. I fucking loved it. Um, I can't place all the original. I, I saw the original in theaters. I don't know if I saw the sequel in theaters. I, see I now, the, I had the VHS of the original. That I watched that at home. Oh my god! Uh, you I know what? At home as well, Shauna. I forgot about those movies, and you ever reminded <laughs> me of those movies. I might have seen both of them in theaters. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, at the very least, the thing I want to comment is the scene at the end of the second one where Scooby Doo is. Uh, uh, fucking um grinding his way across all the monsters with uh the yeah. fire extinguisher yeah. it was some of the sickest shit in cinema ever <laughs> oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah no i that that distinctly i remember watching that in in theaters and having a blast i'm very sure i had a better time in an earlier movie in my childhood but i cannot I cannot get it out of yeah, my the, memories. Your mind palace isn't working properly. It's just, it's just, it's a weird hallway where the stairs are upside down and right side up and sideways, <laughs> and it's just all over the place. Asher defenses activate. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I know what you mean. Like, there's even uh, when when like I was doing stuff for the Teplog, where it's like movies I've watched. There's like some movies that I just completely forgot about, and then like somebody would mention them in some other context, and I go like, "Oh right, those movies existed," and I watched them, and I really liked them. I just completely forgot. Yeah, that's where like when you asked, it's just like I've seen easily a hundred or more movies in theaters, but it's just like uh, Sonic, Fury Road, yeah, the Red Green movie. <laughs> those are the only things I remember at this time. <laughs> the core. 
I want to say I watched the Spongebob movie in theaters, but oh, I can't yeah. say that for yeah. sure. I definitely did. Yeah, 100% did. Man, Goofy Goober fucking slapped. Yeah. Just amazing. The helmets can't handle this level of rock and roll. SpongeBob really holds up. It well, I mean, we've we've talked about it a whole bunch. Where like, uh, of all the kids' shows, like like meme culture has been so kind to SpongeBob because there's just SpongeBob is endlessly memeable. Like you think yeah. about like, there's so many scenes or like like one of my favorites where like when I was a kid I didn't like, but now I find is fucking hilarious is um the future episode. <laughs> we're like as like as a kid i was like oh this kind of kind of lame and then now it's like when spud oh, and squidward's like holding his his legs he's going future i oh, so fucking funny uh the other great one that gets like referenced to me all the time is um uh you like crabby patties don't you squidward <laughs> so now we Goofy goober our way over to Tepper's Tops. Yeah. Yeah, I think we killed enough time. Yeah, I think I think that was good. I'm a Tepper's Toppers. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you. We weren't going to get a kick-ass transition. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, if we had to come up with a kick-ass transition, what would it even be? Probably like a Nicolas Cage quote. I, I would have to workshop for a while but probably like <laughs> twist bad reputation into something yeah i was thinking bad reputation as well. I, I, I walk into your room you just got like post-it notes everywhere and you're just like trying to workshop the perfect i've already dropped the three point three thousand dollars on my new keyboard like uh... yeah. <laughs> fuck uh, uh we're gonna jetpack into tepper's tops <laughs> I, I i don't know i don't know how how long do we put Tepper's tops in this industrial sized microwave? <laughs> I don't know. It's not a ready meal. <laughs> it's a good thing we never we didn't uh, successfully constrain ourselves to musical transitions because <laughs> we were not very good at those. Oh no. God. Uh yeah. So this movie, where to put it? It's definitely worth watching. Good. The question is. Where above worth watching is it? Okay, this might change. I think put it in the number 41 slot, knocking down a goofy movie. Oh, that's lower right. than I thought it would go. Yeah, that's that's 10 lower than where I would have put it, more or less. Really? Really? Where were you guys yeah, I was saying? like, I'm like, this is better than, than War of the Worlds. Um, I would have put it with, like, Sister Act Independence Day. That's also fair. Maybe I'm being too hard on this movie. Uh, okay, yeah, you know, it's it's better than the Chipmunk Adventure, at least, so. <laughs> Give him a suck of the titty. <laughs> Never forget. I just want a super cut of Chipmunk Adventure, but it's just Klaus and Claudia. All right. We all do. But we'll take that and we'll replace the scenes of Dave and Kick-Ass with the scenes of Klaus and Claudia. <laughs> New number one movie. <laughs> our movie mashups are getting <laughs> interesting um yeah I, I think i think 37 slot for now i need to think about if it's better than eight-legged freaks yeah 37 below eight-legged freaks and above the chipmunk adventure 
Why is it not plural? They are the chipmunks. Anyways. I, I, I oh man, know. my lead over Strana is getting very solid. <laughs> <laughs> I am the trash lord. Ooh, I hit a I hit a perfectly round twenty-seven. <laughs> I'm like sneaking up on Jeff. <laughs> You've been bringing good movies, like like even though this movie wasn't like absolutely incredible, like it was still like a fun watch. Almost triple Spencer's movies, and I'm I mean I probably won't really catch him. Everything har every movie I'm on harms me unless it's going to be in the top three. Yeah, whereas like every any movie where Connor is above the bottom ten harms Shauna because it drops all of Shauna's bad movies. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> What's my highest graded movie that I've brought? Uh, well, I mean, that would be no, The Witches. Witches at five. Number five. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm up there. I'm in the top five. Yep. That's not so bad. You well, do, I got You do exist in the top five. <laughs> right at the end there. And then 16 at Wild Wild West. Oh, gee, that's a big... That's a big Five to sixteen. That's my range of. Also, wild, wildly high for the for Wild Wild West. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I've been very generous to Wild Wild West. That might yeah. that might because Wild Wild West is a treasure. It has good <laughs> moments. Yeah, well, exactly. It's garbage. It's not a good movie, but it's exactly. Great. It has it has some moments that are as good, or or they're better than moments in Kick Ass in for different reasons. Yeah. It's much more trash. Yeah, it's very true. I, I think my favorite rating moment was definitely putting Last Unicorn in number one. Cause, <laughs> I was so hyped for that. Well, because at the time, you were the trash lord. I was. <laughs> you were the worst, and then you got the number one movie. <laughs> It was funny talking to you, like you and Chris afterwards about it, because you guys were basically like, "Yeah, we didn't know if you would like love this movie or hate it." So, <laughs> <laughs> well, like it's kind of slow. So yeah, I get it. flip of the coin. Um. All right, so for villains, Villain. um, I wrote here Frank Slumber because I assume we'll go with the with the uh, mafia. Yeah, whatever they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. All right, where to put the villains? We have. It's actually really tough to place Fucking them. Morganians. <laughs> uh, I forgot about the Morganians. I never forget about the Prime Merlinian. <laughs> but the Morganians, we forget about them. Hmm. Yeah, this this is the oh man. The villain list is honestly probably the one of the hardest one to put. Komodo has fallen to seventh. Tragic. He's still the background of my laptop. Nice. <laughs> Where he will remain forever. Komodo has a very special place in my heart. That's valid. Yeah, we just got some like really, really good villains since since Komodo. I just remember my master supervisor asking me if that was my boyfriend. And I'm like, I wish. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if only. God damn. Um, I think put put them in the number 13 spot. Ooh, knocking out Horvath and the Morganians. Right below the Grand the Grand Witch. Yeah, Horvath was pretty good, but like 
the whole collective strength of the uh, entire mafia group was pretty good. Take that, Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> and then I met, I mean, we have Big Daddy Business Dad. Yeah. Well, oh, we could also go with Mafia Business Dad, too. We could. Who do we want to go with? Do you want to go with Big Daddy or uh, Mafia Business Dad? Big Daddy. All right, all right. He's, he's, he rocks. All right, all right. Big Daddy, then. He was a pretty good dad, other than the, like, indoctrinating his kid into crime-fighting thing. No, he's objectively a terrible father. Well, okay, uh, let me explain. So, like, he's extremely kind and considerate to his kid's feelings. Is he? Yes. Yes. He just has molded those feelings. Into uh, 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 making a perfect murderer out of his daughter. Sus. I mean, (laughs) yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, so when she asked for a puppy and a dollhouse, he was visibly shocked, but he wasn't saying no. He he would have gotten those things for her. He would have been very confused and maybe even a little disappointed, but he would have supported her getting those. It's true. Got her the jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, business dad, big daddy. He has a pretty good balance of business versus dad. His business is killing the mafia. His dad is being a father. Um. Also, good artist. Yes. Yeah, I was I was laughing at the end. There I was like, we're gonna go kill the boss. And like, yeah, and she throws a shuriken at the yeah. boss's face. But I'm sitting like, he worked on that painting for a while, and she just threw a fucking shuriken in at it. I if someone did that to my art, I'd be pretty unhappy. But what if it was art you had made of the person you hate most in the world? Well, I'd still be unhappy. Like, talk to me before you deface my art. <laughs> uh, I think put him in the number twenty-eight slot. Twenty-eight, knocking up hedge wizard business dad from the black cauldron. And just below singing crime business dad from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Leaning slightly dad over business. Well, I was really tempted to put him right in like the very middle. Uh, he was like, a, he's a better dad than uh, like sweaty DMT business dad, for example. It's true. So I couldn't put him. I forgot, that's, I forgot that was his, I forgot <laughs> I that was his evolution. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like orange and egg business dad in order to become a better father, has to become a sweaty DMT business <laughs> He becomes a remarkably better father, too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever going to beat Martian Egg Business Dad. Like, I just, it's I just can't tough. see it. It's going to be tough. Like, our first movie, and we had our number one business dad, and we just couldn't, like, we'll we never... We can't let him go. Yeah, like, unless a movie like opens with a scene of a of a man telling his like kids to pick which one he shoots <laughs> for the good of his business. Yeah, <laughs> I get a tax break if I only have one child. <laughs> but I'm a good dad. I'll let you guys choose which one. Or like fight to the death and prove your value to me. Yeah. Oh boy, we're putting Hit Girl in the bracket? I mean, it seems fair. We can also add Kick-Ass, I suppose. 
adding to the bracket of Stanley Goodspeed and the girl in K. Definitely the most useful character. I think Hit Girl's gonna clean up. Yeah, I think she's gonna. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Stanley Goodspeed. Who the hell was that again? Uh, it is Nick Cage from The Rock. <laughs> yes. And then the girl in K, who is that? Season of the Witch. Uh, season of, right, yeah, season right, of the right. Yeah, it's coming back to me now. Yeah, the the uh, the girl. Yep, yep, yep. Who is not named. Uh, yeah, uh, Hit Girl is going to clean up. <laughs> no contest. I mean, if the girl's still possessed, although she wouldn't be if Kay's with her. Yep. Yep. Been, uh, not going to go well for them. Unless she, unless she like has trouble killing Stanley Goodspeed because she, because he looks like her father. <laughs> oh man! Or they like team up, and he becomes Big Daddy. Stan, Stanley retired from uh, the biological division, became a cop, was taken down the mafia, got put in jail. Wife. I mean, she just replaces Sean Connery's character in that duo. <laughs> that's true. True. All right. Yeah, that's another successful episode. Let's do the rating. Oh, yeah. Arbitrary rating. Fuck. <laughs> Happy arbitrary rating day. Uh, uh, I, I give this movie like one exploded dude out of that microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that was close to what I was going to say. Ha-ha. Uh, <laughs> this is the perks of going first. <laughs> um, but I go second, so I get to screw over everybody else. It's true. Um, <laughs> I have one, but we'll see what happens. I give this movie three knives thrown out of the Damn, ammo. that's actually what I was going to go with. <laughs> yes! <laughs> It feels really good to take someone else's thing. I'm, gl- I'm glad ever. I'm glad everyone is vindictive about arbitrary ratings. <laughs> <laughs> this is a competition. Um, I give this movie two bazookas out of two safe houses. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I give this movie ass out of kicked. <laughs> <laughs> laugh it's so good it's so so good as always i've been your host ivan i'm connor i'm shauna and i'm tapper and a special thanks to 8-bit jazz for the use of our theme song you can find them on youtube or follow the link in the description Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.